0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, April 1st. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Months after the University of Florida came under fire over potential violations of professors' academic freedom and free speech, dozens of students and professors gathered to participate in an academic teach-in. I spoke with WUFT's Megan McLone about what the group's goals for the event were. So, the
1: hashtag FreeUF coalition held a teach in on academic freedom on Wednesday at the University of Florida just to kind of let people know what is infringing on academic freedom for professors and students and graduate students at the moment, and they were kind of focusing on some recent issues that UF had had in November, as well as some grievances that had been filed through the UFF-UF, which is the um, faculty union for the University of Florida. Um, They basically just kind of wanted to raise awareness for some issues they had
0: been facing recently. Yeah, so can you tell me a little bit more about what those issues exactly are? In November, three UF political science professors were barred from testifying
1: in a voting rights lawsuit against Florida. Um, The professors were later allowed to testify and UF got rid of that conflict of interest policy that kept them from testifying. But a lot of professors saw that as infringing on academic freedom and were not very happy about it, as well as some students and some graduate students. There've also been quite a number of grievances recently. In fact, Paul Ortiz, um, who is the president of the United Faculty of Florida, told me that he's seen a record number in the past two years of grievances. Um, One of such that gained a lot of traction was the education professor who was kept from teaching a class titled Critical Study of Race, Ethnicity, and Culture and Education because um, administration didn't want him to use the words critical and race together. What do you know about UFF itself? Yeah, so the United Faculty of Florida, the University of Florida, is um, a faculty union and they have a bargaining agreement with the University of Florida. They spoke a lot about one amendment in which, or one section of the bargaining agreement that they have with the university, which talks about academic freedom and basically guarantees that the university must uphold and promote academic freedom for professors. And so that's one very great leg that they have to stand on for fighting for academic freedom at the University of Florida. So what are the next steps for this group? What were they trying to accomplish with this teach-in? Yeah, so basically what they wanted to accomplish at this teach-in was gathering awareness. I spoke to a few students who told me that they don't think a lot of students on campus are aware of the academic freedom issues that the professors have been faced with and how they are not aware of how it faces them. They also said that they're planning more events in the fall and spring just to kind of let people know that the fight for academic freedom doesn't go away. Um, One thing I heard a lot is that they don't want to stop raising awareness or fighting at any point, even if this controversy kind of happened back in November, um, giving up on this kind of thing is not that great because they don't want to, like, lose their academic freedom.
0: Is there anything else that uh, stood out to you about this event?
1: Something I thought was really interesting is I spoke to a Young professor in the Department of Wildlife Ecology and Conservation, and he was talking about how academic freedom even affects the sciences. And he talked about how scientists really need to be able to discuss problems and solutions to help the environment and people's health. And if scientists can't research and speak the truth, then it really affects every facet of our society.
0: So finally, your article mentions a petition that was garnering signatures at the teach-in. Could you just tell me a little bit more about that? So one
1: thing... They were promoting at the event was they had a QR code that led to a petition, and the petition was asking UF administration members to cooperate with any kind of investigations and to uphold academic freedom on campus. I spoke with Rachel Hartnett, who was the co president of Graduate Assistance United at UF, and she was handing out that um, petition. It was like on flyers. And she spoke to me about how UF's accreditation is being investigated by the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools Commission on Colleges um, and how that kind of really worried her because she's going on the job market next year. And she thinks that because of the national, international news surrounding UF, her degree no longer just says University of Florida. It kind of comes with some
0: baggage now, in her opinion. That was WUFT reporter Megan McLone on academic freedom at the University of Florida. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. LGBTQ plus rights advocates, parents, and students in Florida schools filed a lawsuit in federal court on Thursday to block a law that prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade classes. According to NBC6, the federal complaint filed on behalf of Equality Florida and Family Equality alleges that the Parental Rights in Education, or Don't Say Gay Law, violates constitutionally protected free speech, equal protection, and due process of students and families. The state of Florida is taking Walgreens to court over its role in the state's opioid crisis. According to CBS Miami, Florida has recovered more than $3 billion from pharmaceutical companies in opioid litigation, but not Walgreens. According to court filings, Walgreens is alleged to have sold 2.2 million tablets to a single pharmacy in Hudson, Florida, enough for a six-month supply of drugs for each of its 1,200 residents. A federal judge struck down portions of a Florida election law that was passed this year. According to the Associated Press, the ruling Thursday decided that the law employed subtle tactics to suppress black voters. Florida's Republican-led legislature joined several others around the country in tightening election rules after the 2020 presidential election. U.S. District Judge Mark Walker stated that restrictions to mail-in ballots, drop boxes, and other popular election methods have made it more difficult for black voters to cast their ballots. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Friday.